What's up, brothers and sisters, a.k.a. The Cartel? You guys, I can't thank you enough. You know, my ups and downs, uh, my lack of guests, my fuck-ups, my hiccups, all that shit. You're still here, and I really appreciate it. Um, I think I had like two guests back out this week or the last couple weeks so it's been it's been a little bit of a rough period hopefully it picks up again but uh hopefully the content keeps flowing it's gonna keep flowing you know uh i had a guest back out today he canceled no worries but tonight's guest is none other than mr bo diggles from the anti-slave qe podcast excuse me and the QE stands for question everything. Just like Matt from The Great Deception always says, question everything. Like I always say, question everything. Like everybody in this fucking community always says, question everything. Right? Um, but anyway. Bo comes on and we just talk about you know, what it means to be homeless, being addicted to drugs while being homeless, uh, bouncing back from being addicted to drugs and being homeless, and, you know, getting a job, getting your own apartment, and starting a podcast, (laughs) you know? This was his journey, um, and he continues to keep fighting for the truth, and it was a wild time, and we, we talked about uh, tripping on acid, DMT, uh, how it correlates to uh, knowing who God is, and, you know, getting out of religiosity, all that kind of thing, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so without further ado, here is Mr. Bo Diggles from the Anti-Slave Question Everything podcast, and you know what you have to do, you have to, well you don't have to, but... You can smoke a couple dubs, drink a couple beers, relax, and enjoy the show. And thank you so much for tuning in. And also, I would implore you to either subscribe to my Patreon to give me a tip every month. Or if you're listening to Spotify, give me a five-star review. Or whatever. And if you're listening on Apple, give me a five-star review and a little bit of a blurb. It would be much appreciated for my time and effort doing this shit. And uh, it'll help grow the show. It'll help get through the AI algorithm. And uh, yeah, it is what it is. Thank you. Enjoy. Thank you. Sorry, Cartel. Uh, This is just another side note that I wanted to add in here. There is a uh, community section for Spotify where you can add in your input uh textually um let me know your thoughts on these episodes uh from now on and i'm gonna be adding this in from now on so yeah just i would love to have more audience interaction and feedback so yeah just add in your thoughts chime in and uh give me what you got thanks welcome back to another episode of the red pill cartel i have a new player in the game mr bo diggles the host of Anti-slave question everything. How the hell are you, brother? 
dude, I am doing fucking Danny. How are you doing, Davey Wavy? <laughs> <laughs> you know I've been sending you that shit it's over funny. Instagram. It's funny that you think that because I have a, a coworker that says the same thing the same way. That's funny, dude. It's like it's kind of, that might be a little bit of a synchronicity, honestly. For sure, for sure. What you is know, it though these days? You know, I, right? I feel like so much shit is just like lining up, and it's it's amazing. It is. It's a beautiful thing, brother. It's a beautiful thing. We're we're in the age of the great of awa- uh, awakening. You know what I'm saying? We're uh, uh, coming now into the age of Aquarius, which is exactly that. An age of, uh, you know, people waking up, people recognizing exactly what the fuck is going on with this fucked up world. Oh, for sure, dude. Like there's, I see new people that weren't awake yesterday awake today. Like more and more. It's it's pretty wild, man. Like I talk to these these younger kids I work with, dude, they're they're awake, and I'm like, holy shit! How did you, you know? I think it's because of all the information coming out. Honestly, like all the TikTok videos and shit. Like this one dude at work, he's like, dude, it's just like there's so much information out there now, and people aren't seeing it, but I see it, you know. And it's awesome because it makes the time fly by at work when I'm able to discuss these things with people at work, you know. Right. For sure, dude. And that, that's pretty crazy that you said that, that you said uh, about the TikTok, because like literally um, just when you said like younger dudes waking up in my head, the first thing I thought was like, yeah, because of TikTok, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is surprising to me because a lot of this shit you'd think would be censored, but it's not. Yeah. Some I mean, people- they try in some spots. They try in some spots. Yeah. And a lot of people are just fighting through it. They're like, Fuck you, I'll just make a new account. Fuck you, I'll just start a podcast. Fuck you, I'll just tell people at work or wherever I go, you know? It's just people are fighting, man, and it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah, I love it, dude. I literally love it so much. I actually had, um, and this is kind of funny, dude, because, uh, you know, I, mean, I guess I'm kind of just fucking going balls deep right into it, but um, when, the, uh, when, the, when, the, uh, when, the, when the pandemic first started happening, right, um, I was on the streets and I was homeless, right? And, uh, yeah. and I seen bro, like uh, where I live now, I live up on, I live in Puyallup. I live in, uh, I live in Puyallup and like you go down fucking Meridian a little bit, uh, heading towards Fife. Um, and I was at that point in time, fucking back in the day, this is fucking probably 2020 sometime, you know, um, I was fucking driving in my big fucking F2 fucking 50, the shifty 50. And, uh, <clears throat> I seen this white van fucking turn and go down this way dude and it was going in it was going behind these industrials and i was like the fuck this white band doing bro so i followed that shit right and uh i got back there and this is all going to kind of tie into tiktok too it's this isn't just some bullshit spiel but it's going to tie into tiktok but um i i i pulled back there and i seen like um i fucking seen that shit dude i seen a whole fucking fema camp dog like i'm talking double-sided barbed wire everything dog like I followed that white van back there and I seen that shit and they had people, they had guarded motherfuckers that like guarding the entrance of it and shit. And I used to have a video of it on my old phone, but that was back when I was homeless and on drugs. So everything that I had when I was homeless on drugs is gone now. You know what I'm sizzling? Shit. It's gone now. But, um, and I've since like, I've since bettered my life. And like, I literally, dude, the other night, I fucking drove back to that same spot where I knew those fucking FEMA camps were. And I got my phone out and I recorded the fucking, uh, the baseball field, right? And I was like, all right, guys, this is, you know, this is Bo on TikTok with anti-slave, you know, 
Um, and I, and I kind of went into talking about how this is the spot where I had seen that shit going down. Right, bro. My fucking video got removed from TikTok. Not no, not a warning, not a strike, not nothing. Just disappeared. Just disappeared. And 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 was literally identifying the location of where a previous FEMA camp had been. And I'm telling you right now, dog, like being on the streets at that point in time when this pandemic shit started happening, it was it was common knowledge um, amongst us homeless people, bro. We knew, dude. Like dude, we were telling each home, other. Uh, homeless people are way more awake than people who are fucking living in their own little bubble. Yeah, bro. But it's because we have to sort like, I, and I say we. I mean, I say we. Like, I'm inside of a fucking apartment now. Like, I'm not homeless anymore, and I haven't been now for fucking now two years. But or even probably actually a little bit longer than that. But uh, yeah, it's been about. I mean, we're in 2023 right now. So yeah, about three years I've been living. Uh, I've had a place to live. Like I just got out of the grace of God, you know, I got, um, I went and I applied for a job that was basically like, I had to be an on-site maintenance guy and uh, just out of the grace of God, bro, I got an apartment. And that's basically what I've been doing since then is, is working for this company and then uh, paying my rent with the wages that they give me. But I would have never been able to get into a place that was my own if I didn't, uh, you know, get, get, get uh, hired by this company. And that's, <laughs> Sorry about that. Good, good. <laughs> Got a little bit of a cough going on right now, but um, so yeah, dude, it was some crazy shit, bro. Like I, I literally, like I went back to that spot and I and I was looking at that and like I said, dude, they just no warning, no nothing. They just fucking that they just shadow banned the shit out of that video, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I'm posting clips of, of my podcast on TikTok, and I don't even know if I'm gonna bother anymore because the last couple they deleted one of them. And they muted the next one. Right. Yeah. They yeah, just yeah, mute yeah. it. I'm like, what the fuck? They removed We're the sound. They, they, they hit me. TikTok hit me for fucking um, uh, hate speech. And we weren't even saying anything negative about Jewish people or anything. We were saying, talking about Jewish people, but we weren't talking negatively about them. It was just it's like... Jewish. You say Jews, you say Jews yeah. and you're fucked. <laughs> and they're like, anti-Semite. <laughs> fucking crazy it's, it's like crazy, I, love, I love jewish people i have jewish friends right and it's not it's literally not it's not the fucking jewish people dude it's not jewish people it's the jewish elite right and and that goes to say like you could be like okay um uh you know you know like the the catholic elite right uh the people inside of the vatican like that shit's compromised as fuck but that doesn't mean that my grandparents who are god-loving catholic americans are compromised they're not you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard to differentiate that. And, and a lot of people are kind of going to hop on that bandwagon of being like, oh, yeah, fucking you're an anti Semite for that, you motherfucker. You know, fuck right. that. Though. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, that's the woke movement right there, dude. And it's going hard. It's going hard. Yep. Fuck that. We, us, us truthers, know it's not. I've said this time and time again, quoting scripture. It is not. It's not, but synagogue of Satan. Right, literally, is and it's like I'm not hateful against Jewish people. I just don't like the people who say they are Jews, but they are not. But they are satanic. <laughs> literally, dude, and and I, you could say like, fuck, dude. That, that, yeah, I know. It's like the power elite version of those motherfuckers. The, the, they're fake Jews, dog. It's the Juminati, bro. And like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I, and that's not anti-slave being an anti-Semite to anybody that's listening to this. That's just the truth. Right. You know, I got to add that disclaimer so I don't get fucking canceled fucking 10 years from now. 
those those that synagogue of Satan looks at us like we're goyim, like we're all slaves, right? Literally, literally, yeah. Like we're useless eaters, all that shit, fucking bullshit. God, I hate that. It's term, funny. Dude. I know. It's like I just oh, want to go and throw that Klaus Schwab right in the fucking balls. I want to fucking. I want to fucking. Fuck, oh God, I want to fucking stick my fist in his mouth and switch it around <laughs> a little bit. And he said, "He said, in whatever accent that little bitch, dude. Fuck Klaus Schwab, dude. I just saw. I just saw a video today where um, somebody said to me where." Klaus Schwab was outside of the WEF building or whatever, and this Japanese independent journalist came to him and said, I have a question. I have a question. It's a female. I have a question for you. And they're like, oh, we have, we don't have much time. We got to get to the next meeting or whatever. And then she's like, just one question, please. And then Klaus actually came up to her and said, what, uh, what media are you with? And she's like, I'm an independent journalist. He's like, oh, no, no, no. I can't, I can't answer your question. Jesus Murphy, that yeah, because they don't fucking give a fuck about the fucking independent shit, dude. Yeah, they literally yeah. don't. And any, like, any uh, alternative yeah. media, they're not gonna fuck with. Yep. And excuse my language, I, I'm 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 a functional illiterate and I cuss a lot. Nah, anything goes on here, bro. Don't worry. All right, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah. I, I've I've actually had like somebody comment on one of my podcasts, dude, and they were like, "Hey, this will be good one." And so all of that foul language. I swear a lot too on my show, but I haven't really gotten any negative feedback for it. That's so good. that's good. That's yeah, good. I, I, I just know. am who I am, and I'm I'm I, I I'm always in the zone as myself. I don't put on a fucking act like I'm this professional guy or whatever, right? So I agree, dude, and that's a good way yeah. to be, Davey. It's good to just be yourself, and I, I honestly I think that that that's a big part of like uh, the podcast shit. You know how Sam how Sam says uh, the revolution will be podcasted. You know what I mean? And that was yeah. that that quote that he said that bro like that was a uh, um that was like so inspirational to me like you know I, and like the, then that's how like honestly that's how I got started dude is I start I, I was listening to a, a tinfoil hat uh, honestly and like even before that like I was kind of a truth seeker but I didn't know about tinfoil hat until the buddy Mark Sparks who is a goddamn good plumber um, told me about it and I was like shit yeah I'll check it out you know. And I had a driving job, you know, so I had got gotten to you, go. You had the time to listen to a lot of stuff. Literally, dude. And I listened to that shit heavy for a minute. And then after I, all that shit, dude, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, I yeah. I need to start a podcast. That You know, and the Cult of Conspiracy, guys. Listening to the Cult of Conspiracy. Like, it was like a Cult of Conspiracy and, uh, and, and Tinfoil Hat that pretty much got me to the point where I was like, I could do this, too. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's how you found me was through Cult of Conspiracy, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those guys, yeah. man. Those guys are awesome. They're cool guys, man. Yeah, Jonathan and Jacob are fucking tight, dude. And yeah, that's literally, yeah, that's how I found you. And like, God bless it, dude. Like, I'm so appreciative to be here talking to you right now, Davey. It's tight. Yeah, same. Likewise, man. I'm always like down to talk to anybody who has any inkling of truth, you know, or anything, anything related to outside of the fucking system that we're living in, you know? Right, right. I Yeah, I get it, dude. We're all in it together. We're all in this shit show together, and we should be fucking helping one another, not, like, criticizing or, uh, you know, competing. I agree. I agree. Right? Yeah. I, and I like that a lot about, I like that a lot about your show, dude. Like, I've, I've and I've, I've tapped into, a, you know, I've tapped into your episodes. I, it's kind of funny, dude, because it's like, a, a lot of the people that I've listened to, you know what I'm saying? 
I ended up being featured on their show. And that's like, it's yeah. fucking crazy to me. It's fucking crazy to me because I listened to you way fucking like, I heard, I heard about you on the Cult of Conspiracy and I started listening to you. And then I hear the fuck I am on the show with you. That's crazy to me, dude. <laughs> like I know. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, like when you go to a concert and you meet the singer or, or one of the band members, right? Literally. It feels like, because like there's so many people that I've looked up to and I've been on their show and I'm like, holy fuck, I'm here talking, you know? It's crazy. Literally. Oh my God. I don't, yeah. I get that shit, dude. I was featured I was featured on the Union of the Unwanted uh, with uh, Charlie Robinson and Sam Tripoli. And, uh, oh, nice. Dude. dude, but the thing is, is I bombed it. I bombed oh, no. it. Yeah, I bombed it because I was so starstruck the entire time. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, my fucking God, I'm in the same fucking Zoom meeting with Charlie Robinson and Sam Tripoli. Oh, my fucking God. Like, I couldn't say anything. It's hilarious. The time I just sat there with my eyes wide like, this is so it's, awesome. It's funny how I found Sam Tripoli because I've always been into conspiracies and shit since I was, like, a, a teenager or whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, but, I, like, I was listening to Coast to Coast in my – late teens, early twenties. Yeah. And then, but <clears throat> I had this uh, butcher shop job that I used to work at. I used to do deliveries. And then I found Sam Tripoli through listening to Jamie Josta, which was this, the lead singer of hate, hate breed. Okay. And uh, he has a, a metal show where he gets metal artists on, but he's also into conspiracies and he had Sam Tripoli on. I'm like, okay, okay I got to check. My What's that? The guy of Hatebreed had Sam Tripoli on his show? Yes. Dude, I've seen Hatebreed live like fucking three times, dude. That is fucking wild to me. Yeah, fucking awesome. Fuck. Like, I'm a huge metalhead, right? So, like, his show is fucking awesome. He slowed down a bit with, with getting guests on, and it sucks because I want to hear more, right? But, yeah, it's just I, I that's where I heard Sam from. And I was like, holy shit, I'm gonna check this guy's show out, right? No, I'm fucking Yeah. That's so wild, dude. That's so wild to me. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. It's a that's small world, really, <laughs> in the techno techno scene, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. It, it 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 literally is, dude. It's such a small world. It's such a small world. And like we all have like the um like the ability to like fucking to fucking like meet up and compile our shit together you know what i'm saying like well that's just it like i was i i put out a post there uh, a few months back where i said how is people like sam tripoli or isaac weishaupt not getting censored and shit right mm -hmm. <clears throat> and i tagged them and sam responded to me and he said you don't do it by shit talking you do it by collaborating this and that and i i i told and then i started dming sam and i said Dude, I didn't mean to shit talk. I was just asking a question, right? Because he's he said shadow banning is uh, part of the journey. You just got to keep fucking fighting and collaborating. And he's like, it's all good, brother. Hell yeah. So That's I was appreciative of that. Yeah, dude. And I, I, my buddy here, who I worked with, he quit his, he quit his full-time job. Well, it was a part-time job. But he quit his part-time job to do stand-up comedy full-time. Yeah. And uh, he went down to L.A. and he met Sam in person and sam was like dude if you ever want to like do a show with me let me know right so i was like holy shit so cool you know yeah sam talks a lot about like he he really does like he really does like i honestly believe that he really does take care of like the people and like i need to shoot my shot dude i need to shoot my shot i need to find a way to contact him and be like 
hey, what's up, bro? What's up with having anti-slave on fucking tinfoil hat, bro? Like, you got to go through Mark Steves of my family thinks I'm crazy. He's his booker. Yeah, the, I was I was just yeah. listening to uh, Mark Stevens on fucking uh, uh, or Mark Steves. I'm sorry, um, on a what was it? I think I think on on Tinfoil Hat or maybe it, it was Charlie Robinson's uh, Macroaggressions is what I was listening to him on. I can't remember, but I, I'm pretty sure it was Macroaggressions, and uh, it, him and Charlie were talking about it. But yeah, dude, I'll hit that guy up, dude. I'll I'll see what's good with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that would be a fucking dream come true, dog. If I fucking was able to get up on that shit, dude. Talk to him, XG and Johnny, dude. Like I fucking shit my. Oh family. man, I love, I love those guys, man. Like I don't care what anybody says. I, I've I, I'm involved with <clears throat> some people in my circle had some beef with him, right? Yeah. So I think, like I got I, I I got in touch with Mark, and I said, dude, people are always asking me or telling me that I need to get on tinfoil hat, and. uh what do I do? And he's like, I'll set you up. Right. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, okay, so what do I need to do? And then there's no response. I think what happens, what happened was he checked out who I am and who I'm involved with, who's in my circle. And he was like, nope, not having him on. I think happened. I'm not sure, but I could be wrong. But at the same time, it's like, I, I don't like getting involved with drama. I'm not involved with that shit. I try not to get involved with that. So like that's not me, you know. <clears throat> I'm just I like I get the guy. I'm the guy who wants everybody to get along. I've always been like that through, through my entire life, dude. Hella neutral, right? Like yeah, for sure. Yeah, like fuck high school drama type shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, fuck fuck that shit. Like who, who like you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> fuck that shit, dude. I might just I might just uh, uh, screen record this little bit of audio clip and send it to Mark and see what happens. <laughs> Do it. Do it, yeah. Do it, and then put in the good word for anti-slave QE too. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll put this in. Don't worry. <laughs> do it, like, no, dude. When do you think you were first like really self-aware of what the fuck was going on in this world? I always ask this question to all my guests. So, like, honestly, um, when when it when it kind of came down to it, dude, like. Uh, when I became like super self-aware about the shit that was going on around me. Um, like I, like, honestly, I was kind of red pilled. Like I knew about nine 11, you know, I watched the zeitgeist as a kid. I was always kind of questioning everything, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I kind of realized later in life. Just, that, just to give me, sorry to cut you off. Just give me a little bit more perspective. What's your age? Uh, I'm 26, I think 26. Holy fuck. Okay. So you're way younger than me. Okay. I'm a young and dude, I'm a young and dude. Like, yeah, but but don't get don't get me twisted. I've lived a lot of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was fucking. You know, I went to Chaz. You know, Chaz, the fucking uh, the the Seattle Autonomous Zone and shit. When when they ran all the cops yeah. out of the city and shit, bro. I was yeah. fucking riding through that bitch on a dirt bike with a fucking anarchy flag on the back of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, <laughs> that shit was so crazy. It was surreal, dude. It was surreal, bro. To to see how that all played out, and like, I I mean. So that was a big point in time for me when I was like, okay, obviously uh, the citizens have the ability to run the police out of the fucking. And I, I don't really, I, I, I realized that when we look back on it and they have news articles about it, they want to talk about it, like with it being Black Lives Matter, right? BLM and it being the woke movement. Oh, you mean burn, loot and murder? Like literally, but it really wasn't kind of like that there when I was there, bro. Like I was there. 
and I was spray painting fucking some shit on the sidewalk, dude. And some guy came up to me and was like, hey, if you want to spray paint shit, you got to spray paint it on the shit that's boarded up. You don't spray paint the sidewalk. We're not here to fuck the town up. We're not here to fuck the town up. Spray paint the shit that's already boarded up. And I was like, okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like at that point in time, I was already, I was like an, like, I'm still an anarchist, but at that point in time, I was like a fucking tweaker. And I was like, yeah, fuck everything. And fuck, shh, shh, shh. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like, like you're a, a nihilist. <laughs> very much so. Very much yeah. so. But I'm trying to kind of break myself out of that because I don't like to be black-filled. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like either. to be black-filled. I got a six-year-old daughter. I don't want to fucking be that guy that's just like, oh, everything's fucked and we're all going to die. But that, that honestly, at that point in time, that ha- it is how I was feeling. I was on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was on drugs. It was fucking bad. Um, you know, we, we were sitting there and fucking right on the side of the street in Seattle smoking meth and nobody was saying shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Right in the right. background, smoking meth, not giving a fuck. Um, <clears throat> but like, that's and, and and I'm not and I'm not saying that in like a fucking like a like oh this is blah, 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 like a like a, like a way like I'm not promoting that I'm not promoting drug use. Uh, it's bad. It uh, destroyed me in my entire life. Um, and like and I, and I came to a recognize I like I've came to recognize that you know what I'm saying. And that's a big step in in in, in me in my life is that I came to recognize the things that I thought earlier were me saying fuck the system were really kind of me saying uh fuck you bo you know what i'm saying like it was me yeah. not taking care of myself you know what i'm saying sure. in the end the only person that got hurt by my use with me you know well i can't say that because I, I, no. I i hurt a lot of friends and family but like it fucked me i know up what you're too. saying yeah i know what you're saying you it know fucked up, but it fucked up everybody around you too Right. Yeah. I, I felt like I was being angsty and I felt like I was just like sticking it to the man. But in, 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 in when it really comes down to it, like I, I kind of wasn't, you know, like the system is going to continue to chug along as it, even if I'm, you know, doing dope on the side of the road in Seattle while the jazz was happening and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? So it, it was really just kind of like a, I mean, that was an eye opening experience for me. And it was a surreal experience for me to see how that shit kind of went down. And, um, but like I said, before that, I had like the zeitgeist, um, all the shit that kind of was just like, okay, this doesn't really make sense. And then, but the real, the real shit happened after I had completely gotten sober and I started to realize, all right, dude, these drugs that they're importing are soul killers and they want me to feel this way. And they want me to be like this because if we are all like this, we can't unite against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. You got a whole system of people that are fucking withdrawing off drugs. Like, how the fuck are we going to fight, you know? Yeah, it's an epiphany, man. And everybody has to. It's just like, even if you're not an addict or whatever, but uh, coming to an awakening is not something that can be pushed on anybody. Everybody has to do it on their own time, you know? Like, we can plant seeds as, as we're awake right now. But we can't like throw it in people's faces and say, "Look, look at this! Look what they're doing! Look at the!" It's just like an evangelist. Like if an evangelist came come up, comes up to a non-believer and says, "You have to believe in Jesus Christ," and blah 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 blah. It's like, don't push your shit on me, right? It's the same fucking thing with truth, man. Push it on anybody. You just gotta kind of let it, you know, plant seeds and let people water it themselves. That's the only way it's gonna happen. Build it, and they will come. Exactly. You know, and Rome, and Rome wasn't built in a day either. So you got to keep pushing. That's right, dude. It wasn't. It wasn't. 
It literally wasn't. It was not built in a day. You're very right there, Davey. We, uh, we all have to build our own little empires and, you know, see what happens. See see where it can lead you. And uh, it's it's not the easiest thing. People ask me all the time, where do you have, how do you have the time to do a podcast when you're, when you're at work? You're working so much. I'm like, I have what's called a skill, which I never had really uh, pra- put into practice before, but it's called time management. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people are just too busy going home and uh, watching TV or movies or playing video games. And I'm guilty of that. Yeah, but I get it. Time, if you are wanting to pursue a passion, you have to put the time and effort into it. Yeah, you gotta make that. You gotta make that choice to like not go home and play Warzone after work. Yeah, like I'm not gonna play Warzone today. I'm gonna fucking. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna spread some truth and little lies. You know, fuck. Well, that's the thing. It's like as soon as I put a a, a guest in my calendar when we when we make a <laughs> a time and date, I'm, I'm dedicated <laughs> to that. Right. Right. You, you, you fucking make that section for time. I get it. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. You know, I, I get it. I get it. Dude, I, I was off today I, I was, and it was raining and it's foggy and it's freezing rain and I'm like, fuck it. And I've sat at home all day on my day off playing video games. And now I'm here with you because I dedicated the time. Well, I had dedicated the time to somebody else, but he, he canceled on me, which is cool. And then I was like, fuck it, let's get Bo on. And you agreed, so here we are. So I still dedicated the time slot, right? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, you got it fucking locked down on the calendar and shit, and that's that that's when it's gonna go down. I get it. Yep. And to be honest, sometimes I don't want to do it. I but I do that, it anyway. I, I do get it that, anyway. bro. I get yeah. that, bro. I, I fucking I feel that dude like like with my with my podcast, like kind of picking up more, you know what I'm saying? And like Sometimes there's ex- extenuating circumstances in your life that makes it kind of be like, dude, I just don't really know if I'm fucking down to do this today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes you're not in the right mindset. That's all. Exactly. But but I fucking every time and you do, too. Right. You push through it and you're just like, all right, like I, this is like we we kind of have a dedication a little bit to the people that listen to what we have to say. You know, definitely, definitely. And I, I literally did not realize that until I started getting such a response back from the people that were listening to my show. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, holy shit. Like I, like I, like I've got a purpose, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I always thought that my purpose, I like literally since I was a kid, dude, I thought that the, my, that my purpose was something similar to that. Like I wanted to, um, I wanted to help people. I wanted to wake people up. Um, I, I didn't want to fucking, that's why my whole, that's why my name is anti-slave question everything. Cause that, and this is kind of a funny story. I'll go into it. But, uh, back when I was uh, on drugs, right. Um, my tag was my, my, uh, my tag for spray painting. Um, I had this, uh, I had this stencil that I made, right. So I could just go fucking throw it up anywhere. And, uh, the tag was slave with a money sign and upside down oh, seven an at sign, a V, and a three backwards, right? That's cool. Because I was like, I'm a slave. I'm a slave to my addiction. I'm a slave to the system. I'm a slave to all of this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. So my stencil was a slave. with It said slave like that with two upside down crosses, and underneath it, it said 666. And Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked up. 
And I realize that now. And that's my whole meaning of why when I started my podcast and with what I have to actually have to say, because I don't want to be fucking, I don't want to be boxed in to this guy that was like spray painting shit on the side of the road saying, yeah, I'm a slave and also 666. Like, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit's yeah. not cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I anytime, felt like it anytime I see 666 in somebody's name, I'm like, why, dude? Literally. And my Reddit username is DiggleDaddy666, but that was a... <laughs> <laughs> that was that was around that point in time and i wish i could change it but it literally doesn't let me change it on reddit you know like i've literally had people that i wanted to fucking have on my show and they were like no your name's sus and i'm like yeah you're probably right yeah yeah like uh my my gamer tags and my when i when i was doing music back in like like 13 years ago or whatever uh i should have kept up with it but at the same time like my my purpose that i thought I, th- I thought my purpose was to be like a musician or a rock star or something. But now that I see like how the music industry is, it's like, it really turned me off. Right. And, but my name was always, always had a triple seven in it. Okay. Never, never a triple six. There you go. As above, so below. Yeah. You but know. like numerology is, is it's just symbol. It's just symbology, right? It's just, it's, it's nothing major really. Like the triple six thing, honestly, really is not a bad thing in my in my opinion, unless you're using it in a anti-god sort of way, you know? Right. At, at like that point in time, I felt like I might have been, but like now, I'm all about the shit, dude. Like, I'm all about believing in a, a a creator who created me and is allowing me to create something of my own. Yes, and I think that was a big part of me making my podcast is that I literally feel like I'm doing God's work. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like trying to talk about this shit that is fucked up. Like, I feel like when it comes down to it, God's going to be like, yeah, bro. You you, you like, you know what I'm saying? Like you came through. (laughs) Like, No, I feel that way too. Um, Cause I look around and I don't see a lot of other people doing anything really, except for traveling and spending time with their family. Not that any of that is bad, but it's like, we need to get truth out there. And I feel like I am a vessel for God's work. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I do. Complacency kills brother. Complacency kills and being complacent with what's happening right now. It's, it's fucking funny, dude. And like, uh, and I'm going back to something that you said way earlier, but you remember how we were, uh, you were talking earlier and you were like, you said that you had gotten fucking kicked off or like something had happened on TikTok for, uh, like hate speech or cyberbullying. Yeah. So, dude, you, you know how you sent me that shit about the Shirley Temple? Yes. I, I, I released I, that video on YouTube, right? Dude, you fucking took that and ran with it, and I listened to that episode. That was awesome. Thanks, man, dude. Like, me and my buddy Carlos, man, we fucking, I was so appreciative that you sent me that because I was like, now me and my homie got something to talk about tonight, but I stupidly released it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I've been trying to not, like, I, I didn't think, because I was just talking about pedophile stuff. I didn't say anything about the vaccines and that. I didn't say nothing about nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But they fucking took that shit off for cyberbullying. They said I was cyberbullying. How? I don't fucking know. They said cyberbullying and hate speech for saying that there's elite pedophiles. And they fucking gave me another strike on YouTube. And I thought I was going to be fucking clear on that shit. Was it, it be good. obvious when that old fucking fart stuck? Slicked his fingers and uh, fucking God knows what with it. 
God, dude. And I'm like sitting here watching this shit. Like, what the fuck is happening on camera? And right dude, now? dude, like she was scripted to say, I didn't think I was going to like you, but now I know I do or something like that. Right. It's like, what the fuck? Super bad shit, dude. Unbelievable. And then the fucking, disgusting. The, the fucking people, the, the other guy fighting to like, he's like, I'm just taking her to down the street to get her some candy. And the other guy's like, well, that should be my job. Oh right? my it's like, God. Oh, Literally fuck. fighting against who's going to fuck the child, dude. Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Give me, give me five seconds in the ring with those two motherfuckers, dude. Those old decrepit motherfuckers. Right. Now. I'm 26 years old. I'll fuck them up, dude. I'm saying, but, but see the, the fucking mind blowing part to me is that like, how far back in history this goes. It's not just 1932 or 36, whenever that movie was made or when Shirley Temple was acting, but it was way long before that. Probably in like since the dawn of time, people were doing these things to children. And it's like fucking insane, man. It's disgusting. It's fucking, it's disgusting, dude. And it needs to be a part of the conversation. Motherfuckers, they don't want to fucking see this shit. They don't want to hear this shit. They don't want to talk about this shit. But I'm saying, I'm sitting here in the motherfucking corner with everybody. You know what I'm saying? You too. Everybody. Sam. Everybody. XG. Everybody. Um, uh, fucking uh, Eddie Bravo. All of them who are sitting here and they're in the same motherfucking boat and they've been researching the same shit that we've been researching. We're all sitting here fucking yelling, save the children, right? But ain't nobody want to motherfucking listen. Dude, I seen this article the other day that said that that, 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 that celebrities were canceling that Balenciaga photo shoot because they saw a my pillow in it. Right. I, I heard that on your show. I was like, are you fucking kidding, fucking me? kidding me? Are you fucking kidding because of fucking my are you fucking oh my god, give me that, fucking mm. that's the reason. That's the reason why. It's not because of the uh it's not because of the because of, satanic because pedophile bullshit that you have incorporated in your fucking ad campaign. Yeah. Because of Trump's association with fucking buddy from my pillow, dude. Okay, I literally didn't even know that that was the fucking case. I didn't even know that that was the case. I had no fucking idea about what was going on with my pillow. I just assumed that whatever they were saying about my pillow was retarded bullshit. But are you, it's it's because Trump was associated with it. Yep, you're blowing my fucking mind, Davy. Holy shit! Exactly. Yeah, Trump was associated with him, and he was like. He was like all cool with him and buddy buddy with him. You gotta be fucking kidding me. That's why. That's why. They're so fucking retarded, dude. I can't fucking believe that. Oh yeah, you're you're gonna can, <laughs> dude. You got they got me fucked up, dude. They got me so fucked up. Everything's everything is inverted, man. Even even <laughs> the fact that we call these people elite, we're the elite people because we're we're the meek and we shall inherit the earth in the end. I'm saying, like, what? Are we, we're, we're, they, uh, they're the one percent, literally. They're the one yeah. percent. I don't leave. I don't even. I don't, even, I don't eat it. I don't <laughs> like calling them the elite. I, I, I prefer to call them parasites. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I like that point of view, and I like that idea because they're not elite, man. They're fucking. They're pieces of shit. They're not elite. They bleed red unless they're lizard people and bleed green or blue. But I mean, like, honestly, they, I mean, I, I, like, and I and I very much so do subscribe to that idea that maybe we're being uh, controlled by a lizard, a, a lizard group. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
But well, I love I love that though to say that they're not the elites. Like I love that. That's a good point of view to have because I think that I mean uh, obviously we all know with etymology and shit, words are power, words are spells. We know that. Like if we're, if we're sitting here and saying they're elites, they're elites, they're elites. Then we're giving them power. Exactly. You just opened my eyes there, Davey. That's tight. Well, I'm going to stop referring to them as that. I'm going to start calling them parasites. That's a good so one. So I, post, I posted this uh, thing on Instagram a couple days ago, I think, where we're saying that Yahweh, the supposed god of the Bible, is uh, a reptilian uh, overlord. Okay. Okay. And, Yahweh. Okay. And this is the god of the Bible who claims that He's all loving and all that, right? But right. I had a guest on twice, Todd Cave. And he's saying, and I agree with him, that if you look in the if you read the Bible, you have to decipher it. You have to look at the attributes of God, right? So if God is supposed to be an all loving truth, all loving and all truth and all justice creator. Yeah have to have those attributes do you think he would say to people dash thy children's heads upon the rocks Fuck no. there are gods in the bible that are claiming to be the lord thy god but are not they are in disguise so you have to look at the attributes of god if he's all loving and truth and all justice, then he is not the one saying in this particular point, dash the child's heads upon the rocks. That's not the God of the Bible. See, this is where all the confusion comes in. <clears throat> so your reptilian, yeah. your reptilian overlord, Yahweh, is not the true God. He's the reptilian overlord, which is, which are, uh, which is the God that all these fucking parasites worship Baal uh, Moloch Marduk, Moloch, all that shit those are the ones that are saying they are the Lord and God but again to distinguish that you need discernment and you have to know the attributes of God God saves homie and you know what God saves bro and like I'm anti-slave and I've been, I fucking rejected him before in my life but I'm here now on Red Pill Cartel podcast, and I'm saying it, dude. I love Jesus. Yeah, dude. I love Jesus. And I love Jesus. I love God. I love the idea of God. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm going to continue to do his work. I'm going to continue to do what I think is right. You know what I'm saying? And and I commend you for doing the same thing, Davey. Like, dude, we're, we're all here trying to fucking do what we have to do to spread this truth, man. And that, it's a beautiful fucking thing. Beautiful and it doesn't thing. matter if you offend somebody, they can go elsewhere. It's okay. I don't mind offending people on my journey because it's going to happen. Right? I get it. Yeah, me neither. Like, you do, like, honestly, and I'm not saying that, like, if you're an atheist, don't don't listen to my show. You can listen to my show. But respect yeah. respect how I feel. Respect my opinion. Respect people the fact that God saved might, me. You know? Yeah, people might learn something out of listening to what we do. And, and if they don't, if they don't want to fucking handle if they can't handle it, you know, you can't handle the truth. That's okay. Go go elsewhere, man. Like That's I don't right. need like, I don't need to appeal to the masses. I'm just doing what I do out of pure passion in my heart, right? 
literally yeah and 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 that's that that man davy that's a good thing though too bro that's that it's a good thing and like when it comes down to it when we're all like when our time is up and shit bro you know what i'm saying <clears throat> i'm gonna i'll see you on the other side you know what i'm saying we'll be yep. fucking, i'll be like what's up davy and you're be like what's up bo diggles and i'm like what's up davy and they're like what's up, <laughs> what's up? you know <laughs> <laughs> and we might find out a lot more about each other than what we reveal on our shows. Yeah, literally, probably. Right? I mean, honestly, because it's it comes a, down a to consciousness, it, yeah. right? <clears throat> it all comes down to the consciousness, and and when once we enter that next level of uh, spirituality, which is uh, death of the flesh, and we meet each other in the mass collective consciousness, we're gonna find out everything about each other, and it's like. But we're we're ultimately gonna have to stand before God and and give Him our. He's gonna sit down with each and every one of us and say, "Look at look at look at what you did here." You know, do you think this was right? And I'd be like, "No, I probably shouldn't have masturbated all the all like like two, <laughs> for like three times a week, right?" Hey, wait, not, hey, wait, God, you were watching that? You saw me a. The midget, porn, the midget porn, you saw me watching that midget porn. Hey, bro, like, I, I was hoping that we could just throw the midget porn shit under the rug, dog. Like, right? But it, I, think, I think it's, I think life is a balancing act, right? We're, we're all, we're all yin and yang in the end, right? We're all dark and light. And we have to balance it. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, what I, I think it is. I think it's like balancing it. So the more work you put in, to do God's work, the better you're going to have when you meet the creator. You know what I'm saying? I do. No, I'm sizzling. I caught that. Homie. And then and at the end, God would be like, the real sin was calling it midget porn. It's small right. porn. <laughs> <laughs> but then he would be like, insensitive. But, <laughs> but then he'll give you a pat on the head and be like, I think you did pretty good, man. I, think you did. I was watching the whole time. Yeah, let's good go. Job. You good job, baby. <laughs> good job, good job, guys. Oh God, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good Lord, yeah. I'm, just, I'm a goofy guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, let me get into this because I was listening to your last episode or your your Shirley Temple episode, and I wanted to get into a little bit more detail about your experiences with dmt oh dude i dude oh dude i love it dude i i have experiences all the time dude like um because i honestly dude like i did the first fucking drug i ever did when i was 13 or 14 mm -hmm. and it was lsd yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And okay. I, I never touched marijuana before that and i did right. that hit of dmt and that's the only hit of dmt i ever had to do or ever did since because it made me realize that there is a much bigger fucking reality than what we live in. Yeah. So I, I do, <laughs> I do, I do DMT. Like I do DMT a lot. Honestly, I do it a lot. Um, honestly, like as soon as you said that, I grabbed my DMT pen and was like, "Should I hit it right now?" And then I was like, "Probably not." So I said, <laughs> "We we could do another episode where you're just tripping on dmt dude and i would love to tell you about everything that i'm seeing because like literally it's like uh it's like i'm still kind of conscious when i'm doing it but i i use the dmt um i mean okay so i have the shit right um but like when i'm looking at my cart right now like it's 
like and when i say cart i mean like so i uh the dmt that i got is in uh it, it's in a cartridge like a dab pen right yeah you and show me a, show me send me a picture yeah and i got it hooked up to that little battery and stuff and it's really cool dude because like you can you can very much so control it like um you don't have to blast off every single time you don't have to have a spiritual journey every single time but pretty much when i do the dmt um i do it because i i i need to feel like i i I feel like I, it's, it comes to me at a point in time where I'm like, okay, Bo, this is when you need to do this shit um, because you're feeling this, 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 or this. Like, honestly, Davey, I was an atheist until the first time that I ever did DMT, right? I, the first time I ever did DMT, I smoked it out of a fucking bubble on a bong and I blasted the fuck off, dude. I went to another <laughs> universe. You broke through at the first I time. I broke right? through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 um. You know, it's like the doors, right? The doors. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I, I love them, man. I love the doors. Yeah, dude. Break on through to the other side. Yes, and that's and, and honestly, that's probably what they're talking about, really, dude. Because like I and I've done LSD, I've done mushrooms, I've done uh, I've done a lot of psychedelics, and it's kind of crazy to me to say that because I've never thought that I'd be the person that would be like, yeah, I like psychedelics. And honestly, like I don't even classify like. Obviously, they classify DMT as a psychedelic, and they classify it as a drug. But I don't class. I in my head, I don't look at it like it's something that I use to get high. You know what well, I mean? Well, it is something that's naturally excreted in our pineal gland, right? We have it all the time, dude, and we're processing it all the time. And um, my buddy Carlo tap into it unless we actually take the substance. But the thing, and and you want to know what's crazy is the reason why DMT trips last for like two, three, four, five minutes is because our bodies are so used to breaking down DMT all the time that as soon as we ingest it in a large amount via smoking it through a fucking dab pen, um, our bodies will break that shit down so quick because our bodies, for some reason, are programmed to not let us see the other side, brother. You know? Right. Literally, and it breaks down so quick. And like, bro, like, um, not to get all sentimental, not to get all sad, not to say something that's like not to be fucking... Like a little crybaby bitch, but like, um, I like I've been I've been dating this girl, um, for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not not even a little bit. She's like very 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 important to me. And um, the whole time I saw I, that on your Instagram. Yeah, and the whole and like the and she was the lady. She she brought me to the hospital, dude. You know what I'm saying? She brought me to the hospital when I had all the shit that was going on when when I was doing the drugs and like I could have died. And there was one person that was there for me. And like, honestly, too. Like me and her were were doing DMT together, and like the first time she told me she loved me is that she was on DMT, and I was like, "What? You love me? I love you too." And like I feel like our souls bonded together at that point in time. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna crack a joke and say she must love that cock. Yeah, no, dude, that's not even a joke. That's the fucking straight 110 percent truth, baby. She loves that cock, bro. She loves that cock. Shit, I can make that pussy beatbox. It's not I make a small dick, but I can make the pussy beatbox. <laughs> make those make those lips flap rapidly. Like so I'm saying, dude. <laughs> like like, you know, like like a pocket pussy hooked up to an exhaust pipe or an air compressor. You know what I'm saying? The whole time and shit. Like fuck, dude. Whole lot of queef action going on. She loves it and she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of queef action, baby. <laughs> I'm like, it's talking to me. It said thank you. <laughs> 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 Thanks. <laughs> Fuck, <man. laughs> you seen, have you seen a video on this is chick on Instagram and TikTok? Sophia Witt. Shout out to Sophia Witt, but she can queef on command and God bless her soul, man. 
Dude, I okay, 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 okay. Not not the girl that I was just talking about, okay, but I've had an ex-girlfriend in the past that could queef on command too. All right. And she was like, Don't you ever tell anybody this, but watch. And then fucking this bitch, dude. Fucking I was like, What? Hurry her. What the fuck? <laughs> Get out of my trailer. <laughs> Why did I would have married her on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> you got that much control of your box, bitch. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> thank God, thank God, she doesn't give a fuck about anything that I do nowadays. Because literally, I would have a hit out on my head, dude. She's like, "Oh shit, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about me." <laughs> but fucking, anyways, dude. Back to the shit, dude. Like, um. Yeah, she was uh, there for you in the hospital, everything, yeah. Yeah, bro, she fucking, she took my ass to the hospital, dog, and, like, and like after all that shit, yeah, dude, it was fucking funny, dude, because, like, we were sitting in my bed, we were doing DMT together, and she was like, oh, my God, I, I love you, Bo, and then she was like, no, don't say that, no, I love you, and then I was like, shit, I love you, too, and I, like, I literally, because we were tripping both on DMT right at that point in time, I feel like our souls bonded together, you know, and then, since then, a lot of crazy shit happened, I done fucked a lot of shit off. We're not together anymore. But then I done did DMT again because I was like, fuck, man, I feel like I'm fucking like, I feel like I'm fucked off. You know what I'm saying? And my last experience that was super intense with DMT is it was like I was in this like ocean of light almost. And like uh, these arms, they, they, they weren't really arms, though. They were like tentacles, like but not tentacles in the way that you'd like see like suction cups on them and shit. They were just these arms of light. And they fucking wrapped around me and fucking pulled me in. And I heard something tell me that I was going to be okay. And that no matter what, I was going to be okay. And like, we're still working on our relationship together. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't cut me off. She didn't leave me like that. Like, okay. like we're still working on shit together. And and when it comes down to it, I wholeheartedly believe that we're going to get back together. And we're going to like fucking, like, we're going to be awesome together. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I wholeheartedly believe that and like and I feel like that point in time and it's happened to me multiple times where I felt like oh fuck dude like I need to do something right now and it's not like that's not like the drug addict pardon me it's like the it's like the spiritual skeptic part of me you know what I'm saying like when I start to feel like I'm just an animal and then like if I die then nothing else is going to come of it you know the uh the dimethyltryptamine will show me otherwise it will show me Hey man, there's a lot more to this life than what you actually realize. And and your past resentments and the stuff that you're holding um in your head right now and the stuff that you're worried about, like it really doesn't matter. Because because if me and her were to fucking like I like I said, I feel like I'm soul bonded to this woman, you know? And I think she probably feels the same way, regardless of how much of an asshole I've been. Like, I feel like she probably feels the same way. And like and that's the crazy part of it too, bro, is like a lot of the shit that comes with the past, like the resentments between me and her has to do with me drinking, dude. Like my alcoholism, like that, it's not a good thing. It's not good to, for people like me, at least. Like some people can go out and have a couple of drinks and be okay. But <clears throat> with me and my addict mind and uh, the way that I am, it's not good for me to drink anything at all because one drink turns to another and then another and then another I, and then I, another. I, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I fuck my life up. And that's just that's just how it goes every time. And like you really look into it, like alcohol is a soul killer, brother. DMT is a soul saver. You know? I don't know, man. Because I drink on the daily, like at night, and I'm a really happy guy. 
Well, it's then, and and I'm not saying that it's bad for everybody, but for the people like, like, like for, uh, for, like for me, it's like, have you ever done coke? Uh, A few times. So for me, I can't do coke. If I do some coke, then I'm doing fucking meth the other the next day. You know what I'm saying? If I do some coke, then I'm gonna be fucking banging fucking a teener line off some fucking hooker's ass the next day. You know what I'm saying? And it won't be good for me. I'll fucking fuck myself. It never, it, it's not my thing. I tried it a few times. It's just like, just doesn't do it for me. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's how I kind of feel about cocaine. Not, like, that's how I felt about cocaine basically the since second, the first time the I've ever done time, it. The first time I ever did it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is okay. You know? And then the second time I did it, I was like, in my bed at 5 30 in the morning, my heart's just fucking pounding. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. It <laughs> sucks. Dude, the first uh, the first time I ever did coke, I was like, dude, this is just expensive meth, and it doesn't last as long, and I don't like it. Like, yeah, let me go back to no, that I, shit, you know. So it's it's just not good. It's just not good. And like for, I, for I have me, a feeling, that if I tried heroin, I'd probably get hooked because I love the feeling of like, you know, like Percocets or oxys and shit. But I don't fuck with it because I know that if I do. I'd probably get hooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't fuck with heroin, bro. Don't fuck with heroin. That shit's bad. I've never done. No, I, I, I definitely would. Like, I've done opiates. I guess. Like, I was like when I first like actually got clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used like I used to sell dope and I used to do all the crazy shit. And I had all of my money that I was gonna use to re up to get the next pound, right? And then I was like, Nah, let's not do that. Let's uh, let's go get a hotel for a week. You know what I'm saying? And then I went into a hotel for a week and I basically laid on the floor of the hotel and puked and shit my brains out for the next fucking oh, five days. And then I fantastic. got clean after that. And then I got clean after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I was just like, fuck this shit. I'm not. Uh, train spotting scenario. Right. I didn't have the money to go back into it. So I wasn't going to go back into it. And and like, and that's what I'm, that, that, that kind of goes back into the whole thing of me saying that my tag was slave. Because honestly, dude, I was a slave. I was a slave to my addiction. I was a slave to everybody that wanted me to fucking go out and do what I needed to do or what they thought I needed to do, you know, and it never helped me in the long run. It never did. It just, it, it fucked me up. And like, when it comes down to it nowadays, dude, like I, like I preach sobriety, like I go to AA meetings, I go to, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, like, I just, I, I, I love the idea of living a substance free life and a chemical free life. And like, I now recognize that all the shit that I used to think was something that was freeing my mind is actually not. And like, and like, I used to love LSD, dude. I used to love LSD and I don't do it anymore because of the fact that it's like man-made, you know what I'm saying? I'll still fuck with mushrooms. I'll still fuck with DMT, but I'm not going to, you can't catch me doing any LSD, dude, because I know that that shit is just some fucking shit. They fucking. It's synthetic. They whipped it up in a lab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I've done everything from like the like the the chemical research shit. Like I, there was like some other shit that I did that wasn't really LSD. It was just like some sort of uh, research chemical, and it was kind of little. It was a little bit different. But I was just like, dude, what what are, what are the sources? When I came down from it, I'm like, what are the sources of finding out that this is a research chemical? It's MK Ultra shit. They were torturing people. They were yeah, torturing absolutely. People. So why yeah. the fuck am I gonna sit here and enjoy something? That they found out by torturing people, you know, yeah. like I can't do it. I can't like if I, if I were to take LSD right now, I'd fucking have a bad trip and I'd freak out. 
I'd be like, dude, I can't do this. I know that y'all was doing this shit back in the day. I can't do it. Dude, I tell you, like, when I did that one hit of acid my entire life, my buddy came up to me in the, in the fucking, in the mall, like a, a shopping mall, and he's like, here, take this, put it on your tongue, and uh, for, like, a couple, like, what is it? Half a, half a minute or whatever, and then swallow it. I'm like, okay. And he's like, it'll make you feel like you're drunk. And I'm like, duh, okay. Put it on my tongue. <laughs> Next thing you know, like fucking two hours later, I'm like fucking peaking and I'm like, holy fuck. Just totally blew my mind. But I had friends that were doing it later on after that, like seven hits at a time. And I'm like, you guys are fucked. Literally. Literally, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, dude. Seven? uh, I can barely contain one. Yeah, no, dude. Some people are fucking crazy about it, dude. I got a homie that did like fucking like 15, 20 hits at a time, dude. And then fucking drank like uh like a fucking ounce of mushrooms in the tea. He did like 15 oh, hits of acid, drank fucking that, dude. dude. I had to drag his ass out of the shower because he got wood fucking wood wood lover's paralysis or whatever, and he couldn't move. Oh my god. I had to drag him out of the shower buck ass naked. Like it was not the best experience. <laughs> I have this one funny story where like a couple of my friends back in the day. A few of my friends, actually. Uh, one of them was terrified of spiders. And he was he brought my other two friends at a cottage, a husband and wife. And uh, they, they were all on, like, probably, like, seven, eight hits of acid each, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and they're at the cottage. And my friend told me this story. I wasn't there. But he told me, he's like, yeah, dude. He's like, he went down to the fucking uh, shed to get something in the dark. And he comes running out of the shed. Right? The guy who's scared of spiders? Yeah, yeah. John, he hits a acid. He comes running out of the shed and he's like running with his arms and legs flailing. He's like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. He's covered in fucking spiders, dude. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't go into the shed, brother. <laughs> like... Fuck, I laughed so fucking hard because I couldn't even imagine how fucking terrified I was. Dude, I would fucking shit my pants. And, 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 and okay, this is, as a guy, like, I've done the, the shit, dude. Like, um, I've, I've fucking, uh, I've gone in under crawl spaces. I've done all this shit. I've been covered in spiders before. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. I'd be scared without being on acid, let alone seven or eight hits. Yeah, and then that shit's fucked up. Oh, dude. I told my uh, my friends at work that story and they were fucking dying. And I'm like, yeah, I was dying laughing too when I got told that story. And then, and then uh, it's just like, dude, I'd, I'd probably fucking die of a heart attack. Literally, I would too. Honestly. I would too. And, then, and then the same group of people, the, like the next couple of days, they're driving home and they're, they're on another few hits of acid and they're driving home. And then and my, buddy, my buddy's like, he goes, dude, I don't know how we're fucking still alive right now. Cause if you're as fucked up as I am, we should be fucking dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eyes on the road, buddy. <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Crazy thing, dude. It's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing. Dude. I've, I, you know, I've done, I, yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of done that before. I've like, I was like, uh, I was doing LSD. I was, I taken LSD and I was riding on my motorcycle, you know? And, um, I remember, <laughs> that, dude. 
Literally, I know, dude. It's such, and like I said, like, I'm a fucking like I don't, I don't fucking, I don't, I'm not gonna not admit to it. But back in the day when I was on drugs, I was a wild fucking child, dude. I, I would like it doesn't fucking matter. I was tripping on LSD, riding my motorcycle around town, and I remember going to fucking the gas station and and fueling up and like looking at the gas tank and seeing my reflection in it and being like, holy fucking shit, dude, what is going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really doing this, bro? But <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's too fucking funny, man. Like, no. I couldn't even imagine, man. Like, when I was coming down off that one hit of acid, I went home and uh, I went into the house. My parents were watching Saturday Night Live in the living room. And I'm like, hey, guys. You know, I was still coming down. I was still high, but coming down, right? Yeah. I went into the bathroom and I had this zit on my nose. And I looked in the mirror, and it fucking looked like it was, like, pulsating. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. I can feel the heartbeat in that fucking Yeah, thing. dude. No, it's alive, bro. Like, Crazy. Jesus, Murphy. Have you, have you uh, come into contact with any entities in uh, DMT? Yes. And I, I, think that, uh, I think that what wrapped its arms around me was an entity. You know what I'm saying? Because it said to me, it, like, I literally remember hearing a voice saying that you were going to be okay and everything was going to be fine. Wait, did That's, I go into that? Yeah, do you, uh, the ocean of light, right? But do yeah, you the think ocean of light. Entities, do you think these entities are like separate from you, or are they within you? Um, they're they're global, dude. Like every anybody can see these entities, and and that was one of the biggest parts of me when it came down to DMT. Is that the first time that I blasted off, I saw the sphere, and it was like it was like a sphere of darkness, but a sphere of light. And it was shooting a bunch of colors and then it started shooting colors I didn't recognize. And I really honestly believe that uh, that it was trying to communicate with me via colors like that. that and, and, and who am I to be like, oh, who the, who the, who the fuck is going on right now? Because this thing that may have existed for however long that it has existed, it doesn't know how to speak to me in English. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So and and that was a big part of me that kind of had me dive down into like the whole DMT idea is is that like the fact that um, so many other people have seen this sphere, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't right. just me that saw it, and it wasn't just me that had this experience. Like I was looking online and come to find out that so many other people have seen this fucking entity. I've heard of the purple lady a lot. I haven't seen the purple lady. So there's this comedian and he was talking to, he was on Sam Tripoli's show. Uh, yeah. His name is, um, oh, fuck, what's his name again? I forget his name. God bless him, but he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. But he was saying that <clears throat> he was on DMT and he saw this purple lady. And the purple lady said to him, uh, something like we wanted you to come back because we missed you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. You're familiar with that kind of story? Like not, not necessarily that has to do with the purple lady, but like uh, the entities that are just so happy that you're there. Yes. Fucking wild, man. They, they, I should really try it, honestly. You should. You should. You should. Um, you should. And I like, yeah, you should. Let me know, bro. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> My brother wants to try it too, actually, because I told yeah. him about it. 
let me know, dude. Like, fuck, dude, I, I got you. If you, if you, if you, uh, if you need like a fucking, like a legit fucking, uh, uh, probably five here. There you go. There you go. Yeah. What about, uh, Salvia? Have you tried Salvia Div- Divinorum? Uh, I've never done Salvia. No. Have you? I hear it's similar to DMT. I've never, I haven't tried, I haven't tried it, but my ex girlfriend did. And she said that, well, she was working with, uh, at a, at a at a restaurant at the time, and it was after hours. And her and the other employees were trying it together. And she said, as soon as she took it, again, it's like a five minute kind of thing, right? <clears throat> five minute trip. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um, she said she was like fucking everything turned into Lego. And she was talking to Lego people, and it looked like plain as day, like it was real. Yeah, Salvia is fucking crazy, dude. I've 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 talked to a couple of people that have done Salvia, but no, I've I've never done it myself. But and yeah, apparently, I've you, heard you, get them, you can get them in like a regular head shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't legally. Can. Yeah, it's it's completely. I mean, I think I I don't I like don't quote me on that. Like, I don't know if it's still completely legal now, but it was for some point in time. Like, you could literally just do that. Pretty wild. I uh, just a disclaimer here. I don't. Uh, recommend anybody else doing any of these things. Uh, leave it up to your discretion. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I second that. I second that. Even though I've been sitting here talking about drugs and shit. Like, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't promote them. I don't promote them. You know, it's no, just, I, I never do. Experiences, I, you know. it's, I, I tell people my experiences and then it's like, it's up to them to decide whether or not they want to go uh, adventure into that territory, but um, uh, I think it's Sam Tripoli that always said, we should round up all the politicians and make them all do fucking mushrooms together and then see what happens. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> fucking literally, dude. We'll, we'll see how the shit kind of turns out after that, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just, we would literally have world peace if ever, like, honestly, dude, like it's my it's my 110% opinion that if like for some reason there was like some super crazy cosmic thing and everybody like this very minute every fucking person in this world just started experiencing a DMT trip it would be so different dude could you imagine every- if they put in like in our water or something all of a sudden dude that'd be crazy that'd be crazy Whoa. that'd be so crazy like i mean fuck they should you know but they would never do that they're going to schedule it as like whatever they schedule it as they they literally say that dmt has no um that it has no uh that it has no medical benefits at all whatsoever and oh that's what the out- science says right yeah, but they're finding out in Sweden right now that like literally uh, that, that 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 people with dementia they're they're administering them DMT uh you know in a controlled environment and they're finding out that DMT literally does help reconstruct your brain. Fuck, and, I would love to give my mother some fucking DMT. And I'm saying she, as she's in a nursing home, God bless her soul, man. She's in a nursing home, she's nonverbal. Uh she has Alzheimer's. And, uh, you know, I visit her whenever I can. My dad visits, visits her like almost every day or every other day, whenever he can. Yeah. And, uh, I would love, even when she was like on the onset of it, she was like, I was like, mom, take a couple puffs of this fucking joint. Right. She's like, Oh no, that's, that's bad. Right. Yeah. And then I tricked her. I'm like, it's a cigarette. And she fucking smoked it. And she was way more fucking coherent than she ever was. Like, 
when she was on the decline, right? Right. She was walking around laughing and just fucking talking much more regular, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm wondering what the fuck DMT would do to her, you know? It, like, honestly, dude, I think it, I, I, I honestly, and I can say this myself as somebody who has used a lot of drugs in my and I'm and again. I'm not classifying DMT as a drug. I know a lot of people think that, and it, it does have the the generalized classification as a drug. I don't use DMT like it's a party thing. You know, I don't I don't go to somebody's house. Like, you know, smoke some DMT. Real good. Right, right. It's, it's, you know uh, it's a it's a alone time kind of bow alone time. Right, and, and I use it when I when I'm like, okay, I need to do this because I need to have an understanding on something. And like, honestly, right. like um, that's the beautiful thing like, about it. It's almost like you're you, you kind of you go inward and you say, okay, Bo needs to know this, and it, you're it kind gives of you a very much so look at yourself, dude. Yeah, like you're kind of praying, and but again, DMT is natural, right? It is, and, and we're constantly processing it through our bodies at all times. Yeah. So, like, like why everywhere. not? Right? It's everywhere. It's literally everywhere. There's only certain spots that you can actually extract it from and then use it to have this experience, but literally, we are constantly always breaking down DMT in our bodies all the time. It's the chemical I think the more, is, yeah. It's the released more, in your brain when you're born, when you die, and... and it, it, is, it is released from the pineal gland, correct? Right. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm not, I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not no scientist, but I believe I'm, that that sounds right, yes. I'm pretty sure it is, and that's our third eye. So, like, if our, our third eyes have been calcified as to fuck, right? So, if we take DMT, it's probably just, like, shooting out stuff that we probably should be shooting out anyway. Correct. Like the like the Kundalini awakening too. The Kundalini yoga uh, has been demonized by Christianity, just like everything else, um, on purpose. Um, right. But if you do the Kundalini yoga, you're shooting that fluid from the top to the bottom, to the bottom to the top, and you're awakening uh, in a sense where your consciousness is upgraded. And the establishment of Christianity doesn't want you to know that. And don't get me wrong, I don't have anything against Christianity or the people um, because Jesus is awesome, right? That's right. He's, a, he's fucking awesome as fuck, dude. Love Jesus. But, Down with but, him. But I just would love if they would stop demonizing everything. I agree, bro. I agree. But like the way that I look at it is, oh, excuse me for the yawn. Um, but uh, the way that I look at it is, it kind of it kind of goes down to like, um, like when you take when you take like what Jesus said and what was said in the Bible and everything. Like uh, a lot of people look at it as like a religious aspect instead of like a spiritual aspect. You know what I'm saying? And like, sure. it's really not like like I, it, it is kind of like a religion, you know. But also, it's very much so spiritual, brother. It's like it's what taps us into the spiritual side. Like as, as, as people that are, um, that are tapped into that shit, the people that understand that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like we got the, uh, I never mind. I can't pronounce that word, but, um, like, um, like the Catholics and shit, like all that shit, dude, like, like they kind of give a bad rap for the whole idea of what Christ is. And, and like the idea of Christ isn't anything negative and there shouldn't be any type of, uh, in my opinion, 
negative uh, connotations that that are added on to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because he was he was spreading truth in the world of lies, man. He was fighting the system, and that's why they fucking killed him. Exactly. He was fighting the system, and he never came to fucking bring in a a religion. He just had followers, right? He was like, uh, people who were following him were called followers of the way. Mm-hmm. They they weren't Christians. It says, and they were Christians in the Bible, but if you look deep into that, <clears throat> they weren't Christians. They were just called Nazarenes because they followed a, a man from Nazareth. Right. And that that and, uh, really that really kind of fucking uh, differentiates the difference between like a uh, religious following and spiritual following, like yeah, for sure, yeah. And then oh, we're gonna kill this guy because he is speaking too much fucking truth. That's that's what we're looking at in twenty twenty three right now, brother. That's what we're looking at in twenty twenty three. Dude, right now. do you see like a mass fucking execution of people who are speaking the truth? Uh, Could you I imagine? I think it's coming. I literally, I dude, I think it's coming. Because in the in the book of Revelations it says that, uh, you know, brother will kill brother, and you know, um, people will be beheaded for speaking the truth. Yes, yes, and it's coming, dude. It's coming, and it's like it's like and like I said, I don't want to be blackpilled about stuff. Um, like I literally very much so after my whole experience being in the hospital and all the shit that happened to me, like I think that I'm just kind of an avatar instead of a meat suit and like my light body itself. Yeah. Like my, that's what I'm worried about is my light body. I'm not worried about my physical body because this thing is going to fucking decay in the ground at some point, you know? Sure. So like, I, I just gotta like, honestly, and like to everybody that's listening right now, that's like literally what you need to worry about, bro, is you need, is you need, and I and not even worried. Like I, I say that, I say that, um, I say that loosely. Like I, I'm not saying worry. Don't be a worry word about it, but like be aware about it. You know, be understanding that uh, your light body and your, like the body that you it, that you are in now, it is your temple. You know what I'm saying? It really oh. is because it's what you're inhabiting, and that's what those one of the biggest mistakes that I ever made is that I didn't ever respect my temple, so I fucking filled it full of drugs, and uh, nowadays I'm paying for it, and that's okay because my soul is not gonna pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Um, my physical body right now pays for it and that's okay because this, the, what we're living in now is not permanent. It's not permanent. No, everything in this reality right now is temporal. Very Including true. Including, yeah. Yeah, Very dude. I, I told my coworker, uh, a couple days ago, I said, we don't have, we don't have a soul. We are a soul. That's fucking, yeah, that's that's beautiful. It's it's a it's a it's an old saying, but it it rings true to me, and I say it all the time. I'm like, dude, we don't have a soul; we are a soul. And he said, "What do you mean by that?" I said, "What I mean by that is that we incarnate this body that we're living in, but we're not the body; we are the soul because we incarnated in." Yeah. So we're just a vessel right now and we have to learn how to think metaphysically as opposed to um, the reality that they want the narrative that they're pushing. The narrative that they're pushing is that everything is fucking, you know, the whole thing, like uh, that one saying um, uh, YOLO, you know, yeah, you only once. No, we're eternal. 
Yeah, you're right, dude. We are fucking eternal beings, and that's all there is to it. You don't live just one time. We probably have past lives until we come to the the uh, realization that we are a soul. Yes. I had never had any past life kind of uh, experiences, but I'm sure if I did, where I am now, I've come to the realization that we are eternal beings. And that's a fucking beautiful realization to come to, brother. Like that, and it that, is. That, uh... And good luck telling that to anybody else in your daily life. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, literally. literally. I'm so against like the materialistic lifestyle. Like, if I see like somebody with a Gucci bag and all this shit, I'm just like, oh my god, you're lost. You know? Yeah. I don't literally. judge them. I don't judge them, but it's like an it's an intuit intuitive thought where it's like, dude, you need to have that Gucci bag to like look good. Yeah, you need to be fucking yeah, these fucking fucking goobers. These fucking And that's why that's why at the beginning of this episode and like when I was looking at your your listening to the the podcast where you had a homeless guy on or whatever. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is like I this needs to get out because I see homeless people on the streets that know more than the people on the street, like living their daily lives. Yes. They know more. And you fucking judge them for it because Literally. you have more material than he does. Right? Materialistic shit is nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. Your fucking nothing. Gucci bag is, is going to compensate before you fucking do, you piece of shit. Like, exactly. Because, especially because they're fucking. Like you think about you think about that process, bro, and it fucking trips my head out, dude. Like you really think about that shit. They what do they do to us? They pump us full of preservatives and they stick us in a box and then they stick us in the ground so that we're not connected to the earth. And how long does it take for us to get broken down and return to the earth? Exactly. A long time, brother. I'm saying when I die, dump my body in a fucking ditch. <laughs> I yeah, don't give a I don't... fuck. Let me get eaten by the worms, dude. And, like, I'm not even a fucking organ donor anymore. Like, I fucking looked into that shit, dude, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I to harvest it, right? Literally, dude. You, 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 yeah. I'm not going to be one of those dicks in that container. Dude. Like, no. Got me fucked up. Container full of dicks. Container full of dicks. Dude, it's fucking insane, man. Like, I try to tell people all the time, like, look at this guy. Look at this girl. Right? You think she's happy with that Gucci bag? Literally, no, you're fucking hiding want, something. They want more. Like, they just want more and more. And these beautiful women that are around with makeup on, like, plastered to their face, I bet you they look way better without the makeup. Literally, dude. I get that. I get that. I get that, bro. I get that so much, dude. Like, fucking, uh, yeah, I get that. Like, that girl I was talking about earlier, bro, she never fucking, she never, like, the first time that we were, like, she never wore makeup, but her face is so natural and so beautiful that I'm just like, god damn, little mama, what's up? Hey, little mama. Honestly, dude, like, I <laughs> I much prefer natural beauties. Um, I haven't dated in, like, two years, you know? 
I understand it. Dating is fucking hard, dude. dude. Bitches, especially especially after COVID, bro. Oh my god! And like, you got your vaccination card, otherwise you can't dude, smash. <laughs> I went on a, a couple dating apps, and I'm like, all these chicks are like, you must be vaccinated. I'm like, holy fuck, are you serious, dude? And then like this one girl was like, we were talking, and we were like, really fucking hitting it off, right? Yeah. She goes, how tall are you? I said, 5'5". Five, five. She's like, I got no fucking reply after that. Shallow like, ass really? bitches, bro. So many shallow fucking people out there. 5'5", five, five, but I can make that pussy beatbox, bitch. <laughs> Dude, you, don't, you don't know me yet, bitch. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just give the Davy Wavy a chance. I got the podcast. You gotta, <laughs> that's all you got to do, dude, is link the podcast to these bitches. And they'd be like, okay. Spread it's too funny. Are you? <laughs> like, hell yeah. back, in the day, back in the day, I used to tell girls, because I used to hang out with like five, like there was five of us, and we're all named Dave, all of us. Yeah. If there's Dave's, there was five Dave's and three Steve's. So we were the Dave's and the Steve's. And I was little Dave because I was the shortest one. And I used to tell girls, yeah, they call me Little Dave, but it ain't little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's so funny, dude. Like, my dad, my dad, where he works at, dude, like, there's this guy there's this guy there named Dick. And there's this other guy there named Dick. And one of them is shorter than the other one. So they call the one Big Dick and the other one Little Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Can you fucking imagine, dude? Being the short guy, like fuck this, dude. Like you gonna be like my my name is now Little Dick forever, <laughs> like, dude. It'd be, it'd be funnier if the fucking uh, if Little Dick was the had the bigger dick. Uh, he probably does. He probably does. <laughs> probably. He probably does, dude. The shorter dude's always got the shit packing, and it's fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. Like yeah, yeah. I made up for it in the in the fact that I'm six two, but yeah, I'm pushing five inches on a good day. <laughs> that's the, that's Hey, you chicks like taller guys? Well, guess what? The little guys have the bigger dicks. No, I'm packing that shit, bitch. There's a reason why I walk with a limp. <laughs> like, Fuck, man. That's fucking hilarious. Chance. Give the shortcut. You'll be way more surprised. Trust yeah, that's me. That's right. That's right, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. You got anything else you want to fucking uh, talk about or do you want to cut it off? I mean, fuck, damn it. Well, we could cut it off, man, but I would love to have you uh, have, have you have me on another time, dude. I would love that, you know? Like, dude, uh, yes, please come on my show. I would, dude, I'd be so fucking honored. I'd be so fucking honored because, like I said, I've been listening to you already, you know? So it's kind of for crazy sure. for me to be sitting here talking to you right now. And yeah, dude, if you wanted to come on to Anti-Slave, dude, I would fucking love that, Davey. That'd be so tight. Absolutely, man. I'm down. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. also heard uh, Oh, Matt from Great Deception reached out to me and he said he's having you on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be on the uh, uh, uh I'm gonna be on the uh, 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 Monday Night Master Debaters here on the uh, 23rd. So in, like, yeah, I've been on like four or five times, man. They'll, they'll, Fuck yeah, dude! It's gonna guy. be tight, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, those those guys are fucking great, man. Um, yeah. So 
I heard about that. I'm like, holy shit. And that's another reason why I reached out to you tonight. I'm like, fuck, might as well bump you up. Right. So, um, yeah, you want to plug anything before we go? Yeah, bro. Okay. Yeah, guys. Um, so my name is Bo Diggles and I'm here to spread some truth in the world of lies. That's what I say when I start my podcast off. That's what I say when I end my podcast. Uh, you can find my podcast at, um, it's, I, I got it. I got it pretty much everywhere. Now. I'm not everywhere, but it's on, um, it's on Spotify. It's on Apple podcasts. Um, I got some shit on rumble and on YouTube and you can find that all at anti-slave QE. Um, I also like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, actually, I think that's pretty much it. I just got, I got my podcast on Spotify. I got it on apples. Um, and honestly, Davey, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate you, uh, giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk to you, bro. Like I do. I appreciate it so much, brother. Oh, absolutely, man. Anytime, man. And, uh, yeah, shoot me your links so I can, uh, post it in the show notes. I will. Yeah. Yeah. I got that LinkedIn and shit. And, uh, and I'll, and I'll say that too. Um, in the LinkedIn, um, I just now fixed the ability for people to join the discord. So, um, if anybody wants to hop on that discord and become a part of the conversation, uh, you guys are more than welcome to, uh, you too, Davey, if you have a discord, that'd be tight. Um, I have discord, but dude, honestly, I'm, I'm fucking like behind the times with technology. And cause I do this whole show on my cell phone, as you know, right. I didn't and, know uh, that, but that's tight. Yeah, dude. Cause I, I'm poor. I can't afford a fucking uh, a laptop right now. Um, but it is what it is. And I'm just doing what I do for the sake right. of passion. Right. But, uh, yeah, Discord like fucks me up because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I'll, I'll give it a try. I'll jump in, see what happens. Fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah, yeah. It's it's on the link. It's on my LinkedIn, and I'll and I'll send you the uh, I'll, like I'll send you all the information and shit, so you can you can play. And I, like I said, I fucking super appreciate you plugging me like that, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. I always try to like uplift everybody uh, on that comes on the show. Try to promote them because uh, it's all about us as a collective and not them who are I the agree. fucking assholes. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we are We're in this together. We, we are, are the elites, Davey. Like, I love that. We are the elites. Fuck them. They're not the elites. They're just some fucking rich guys, bro. That doesn't make. They fuck doesn't make you elite. You know, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not safe for nothing. Look at Andrew Tate. Fucking pizza. Fucking getting arrested and shit. You know. I don't even. Know. I never trusted that guy to begin with, honestly. Yeah, I thought he was a plant too. <laughs> <laughs> People are like asking me, "Oh, what do you think of Andrew Tate?" I'm like, "Um, well, I call him Andrew Tate." Yeah, I was just gonna say. Did you just say Andrew Tate? <laughs> well, that's shout out to Tristan uh, uh, Buckley from um, Wicked Planet podcast because he's calling Andrew Tate all the oh, time dude. too, right? But that's I thought another of that synchronicity. That's another synchronicity, bro. Because I just did a I just did a fucking show today, and they fucking shouted out Wicked Planet when I was on that show. So nice, I nice. Just, that's crazy. That's another synchronicity, Davey. That, that, that's all of us coming together, brother. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that just like fucking sent me on one. No, for sure, dude. I love Ron and Tristan, man. They're always, uh, Tristan's always sending me shit, dude. It's fucking hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah, Andrew Tate. And somebody was like, what do you think about this Andrew Tate situation? And I'm like, I never liked the guy to begin with. He's a fucking arrogant piece of shit. And they were like, oh, arrogance is okay. And I'm like, why is arrogance okay? Right. Right, like, I, like, yeah. In the fucking bathrobe, smoking cigars, he's he might be talking truth, but I'm pretty sure he's talking for the CIA. I think so too. I yeah. think so too. I think. Anyway, I, no, I definitely think he was a plant. Yeah. Enough about fucking Andrew Tate. I don't yeah. give a shit how many Bugattis he's got. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally, literally, dude. 
Realism, you know? Fuck that. I'm rolling in an 89 Corolla. Fuck you. (laughs) I got a (laughs) Nissan Sentra. How about that? Cash me outside, bitch. Yeah, that's right, dude. I got an 86 (laughs) Oldsmobile Cutlass, bro. The shit fucking dump on you, bro. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you in your Bugatti, man. Like, get out of here. I'm getting buying the Steel Beastie, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, man, it was uh, an honor to have you on the show and your time, having your time and, uh, We'll keep in touch for sure, as we have been. So yes, for sure, thank you so much, man. Everybody I appreciate you. Fucking anti-slave question, everything, and uh, yeah, peace out, motherfuckers. Peace out. Why, thank you, Cartel, for once again listening to the. Red Bill Cartel. This is none other than your favorite god in the whole world, Mr. Nigel the Goat speaking. Davy and I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Mr. Bo Diggles. Oh, that is such a silly name, Davy, don't you think? Yeah, it's pretty silly, but you know, it's pretty fucking funny too. I think it's just silly. Anyway, uh, Bo, we love you and uh, we wish nothing but the best for you and uh, we hope the audience the cartel uh, loved this episode as well and uh, don't forget to hit up the Patreon and tip us and uh, you know just give a little bit back to uh, what Davy and I are doing well it's mostly me now so don't get that wrong we'll get that mixed up okay Davy well you think you're the host with the most, but uh, I'm the god with the most, you know? So fuck you. Nigel, what the fuck, dude? You're sleeping on the back of the truck tonight. No, I have my own room now. You give me the room for rent with, uh, you know, the money that you get from the Patreon. There's hardly any money coming in, but we do appreciate the people who are subscribing to the Patreon. <clears throat> wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly thank you guys. I can't, I couldn't appreciate more. Uh, Nigel is still sleeping on the back of the truck when he's misbehaving. Uh, but he's got a little bit of a room here that he's sleeping on a pillow or like a futon uh, that you guys were able to uh, contribute to with your money from donating to the Patreon. So thank you for that. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I don't like sleeping on the back of the truck, you know? But anyway, uh, uh, Kamtao, we love you very much, and we hope you enjoyed that episode. And, uh, share it far and wide, and uh, give us five-star reviews on your listening platforms. Thank you very much. We love you.